welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is January the 22nd. I'm with Scott Patty for a Words of Grace podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon. It's been a while. It has been. We've been locked in our houses and due to snow and well, ice. That's and, right. Yeah. We've had some bad weather. We have. Yep. But the sun is out. Yes, it is. And here we are. Yeah, we're here. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Well, we have, um, for those that are uh, maybe new to Grace in this month, um, there's maybe you knew to grace over the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, every year in January, we start a, a season uh, entitled titled Devoted to Prayer. Right. And so we, we've done that. So we're doing that currently. But I'd love to kind of ask you some questions today about prayer, mm-hmm. specifically about devoted to prayer, but maybe in more general about prayer. Yeah. Uh, I thought we could take time since we devote January to praying as a church to really talk about that here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the book of Isaiah, but every now and then we kind of take a pause. That's right. And this is one of those pause moments. So Let's do it. So let's talk about it. So Scott, this devoted to prayer. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, like what maybe, is it? What are we doing now, and how mm-hmm. long are we doing this at Grace? Let's talk a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know how, how many years we've done this. Many. Yeah. Um, and it's taken various forms, but let me just mm-hmm. quickly quick overview. Years ago, um, we decided that we would have a, a, a kickoff, kick off the year with prayer. People do that differently. Some people get together on Christ- on sorry New Year's. I was going to say Christmas Eve. They get together on New Year's Eve, and they and they pray. Um, but what we have done is designate some time—two weeks, three weeks—for um, prayer in the month of January to kick the year off. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way, over the years, and when I say years, I mean. This probably dates back, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 years. I don't, I, honestly, I don't remember. But somewhere along the way, we, we started calling it devoted to prayer. Why? Because mm-hmm. Romans chapter 12. Let me just read mm-hmm. a little bit here. Um, so this is um, it, the Bible. My Bible has a title. It says Marks of a True Christian. That's true. I think it's the marks of a true church or a marks of a healthy church mm-hmm. could be one way of saying it. Um, because I think he's writing this corporately. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, to a congregation. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. You see, there's all, the, all these one another's. You can't really do that if you're alone. Yeah. Or you got to be with each other. Right. Uh, do, not, uh, let's, do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. And then here's the one. Be constant in prayer. Mm-hmm. The translation that I used to use says, be devoted to prayer. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we got the title, yeah. uh, devoted to prayer, and then contribute to the needs of the saints and uh, seek to show hospitality. So yeah. see, it's a, it's a congregational passage. Mm-hmm. It's how we are to live together, the marks of a, of a church. And so uh, prayer being right there, be devoted to prayer. And the, the reason that I think that word is important is, um, Devoted in one translation, the one I just read says, "Be constant in prayer." Is is that word constant? Devoted. It's it's not something you do at a season, which begs the question: Then why do you have a special season to encourage us to be constant in it? So we right. emphasize it in January mm-hmm. to say to ourselves, "We're going to be praying. We need we need to be constant, always in prayer." 
And so that's that's what we do. And so it it takes on various forms. Um, you know, it, it we will pray through. We've prayed through a chapter of the Bible in the past. Uh, in the past, we've not prayed through any one specific passage, but several passages, uh, different requests. You know, those kinds of things. But the point is, mm-hmm. we pray. Right. Good. Um, and so we're in Isaiah, praying through Isaiah right now, and using some passages in there. And mm-hmm. so. Let's talk a little bit from what we're doing right now to more some general questions. Okay. So why do you think it's important for congregations to be devoted to prayer? Like why pray mm-hmm. as a congregation, specifically as a church? That is that that really does need to be understood. The the the, the answer to that question needs to be understood. Or we will have no motivation to pray. Mm-hmm. So we need to think really clearly and deeply about prayer. Why, what, how, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So why? Well, I could say a lot, but just for the sake of this podcast, I'll say, why does a congregation need to pray? Because a congregation is deeply dependent, mm-hmm. completely dependent upon the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, the, this is the Lord's congregation. All congregations belong to the Lord. The church belongs to Christ. Christ is the one who formed his church. Christ saved his church, redeemed his church. Christ is using his church for his glory. So the church, the, the con- local congregations are expressions of the body of Christ, and, and we are in union with Christ. And Jesus said that we're, we're branches on a vine, we're to share his life, and prayer is the practical, real time and space way that we that we um, practice that union with Christ, mm-hmm. communing with Him, talking right. with Him. We need His power. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we, we think about what the church does. Mm-hmm. The church um, deals in, in the preaching of the gospel, the preaching of the word, putting Christ before people, calling people to respond to Christ in faith. These are spiritual issues. Mm-hmm. This deals with human beings' souls. Uh, we, ha- we have no business messing around with somebody's soul yeah. other than God calling us to preach the gospel and make disciples. Yeah. Because that, that, that is a place, that it's, it's spiritual in nature, mm-hmm. and only, only God can really do that work. Right. So when we pray as a congregation, we're acknowledging that, and we're calling upon the Lord to do His work. We're, we're calling upon the Lord to give us everything we need to carry out His commands mm-hmm. and His commission. We're calling upon the Lord to empower the ministry mm-hmm. uh, and to wor- do the work in human hearts. Yeah. So we're, we're acknowledging, that's, that's, I'm saying a lot, but the, mm. the main point I'm trying to make is, is that when we pray, we are acknowledging that this is a spiritual work and that we are in absolute dependence upon the Lord. And that's why it's constant yeah. in prayer. Yeah, I think a, a, another reason that I would say, and then we can, you can, you know, we can elaborate on other yeah. questions or whatever, but another reason is because the Bible is very clear that God himself ordained prayer, hmm. determined that prayer would be a means by which he does his work. Yeah. So how does God work? Mm-hmm. would be a great question. Yeah. Well, he, he works according to his will. He works his way. He does his work as he determines. But he has clearly said things mm-hmm. in the Bible, like the word of God will not go out and, and void, that mm-hmm. it will accomplish 
the work for which it was sent out, Mm -hmm. that the gospel is the power of God to save, and that prayer is what we should do so we can participate in the work of God. Jesus said this over and over, ask and you will receive, seek Mm -hmm. and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. So prayer is a means that God himself has designated, ordained, that that Christians and the church should use in order for God to do his work through us by asking, Mm. by seeking, by knocking, by being changed ourselves, Mm -hmm. by conforming to his will. Um, Yeah, so those are two reasons that congregations pray. To express our absolute dependency upon the Lord Mm -hmm. because we we are in reality. This is spiritual work, and it is the God-ordained means by which he does his work. Yeah, you know, one of the things that, you know, I— appreciate about grace is that, you know, it feels like we try, and every church is not perfect, we try our best to incorporate prayer into everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And so a praying church doesn't happen even just on one moment. It's a it's a constant life of the congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could throw out the organized and the organic, but, you know, we've got community groups that pray. We've got youth D groups that pray. Mm-hmm. And we've got in member information meetings, we pray. We pray during the worship Sunday service, a longer extended time of prayer as a mm-hmm. church. But then you see people praying out in the hallways. I think mm-hmm. what the goal is of trying to, and I think what you're trying to say here is building it within the DNA of the congregation that that we understand dependencies all throughout the life of the church, and we depend on Him. We and we do that. We show that by praying. That's right. I do believe in in prayer times, right? Like like set times to pray. Yep. Absolutely. But also, uh, along with that, prayer should be, can be, as natural to us as talking to the people that we see on Sunday. Mm-hmm. When It doesn't mean, so when you see somebody on Sunday at church, you say, hey, how you doing? How was your week? So I'm, I'm not saying that you say that to God. Mm. Hey, God, how are you? How's your week? I, okay, I'm not, I don't want to be silly. What I mean is, is that when somebody comes up to us, mm-hmm. or we to them, and we're talking about something that matters. And we're not just like, you know, how was your week? Great to see you this week, you know. But we're saying, okay, now let's talk. Like somebody did to me on Sunday. Let's mm-hmm. talk. And what they were talking about, now we, we got down to some real mm-hmm. conversation about real life matters. When we're doing that, it should be just as natural for us to do that with each, when we do that with each other, for us to then together turn to the Lord and, and say, now, Lord, we're turning to you with mm-hmm. this. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about the, the small talk stuff. I'm talking about when we start talking as, as, mm-hmm. as church members and brothers and sisters in Christ about what matters to us, what matters to God, it should be as natural for us to turn to God together as it is for us to talk to each other. Yeah. And that's what we're, I think, yeah. what we see, uh, what, what I hope we see, and we see, we see more and more of it uh, at Grace, and yeah. I'm grateful for that. It's what yeah. it ought to be. Now, as you think about, you know, Grace has been going on for a good time now in mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you've been in ministry for a long time. What are some things you say as you think about prayer in a congregation, uh, the things that maybe to avoid or uh, maybe things, just some warnings about praying as a congregation? I mean, are there yeah. any things that you think about in those realms? That's a, that's very interesting because, yes, you know, you wouldn't think that, would you? You would think, well, how, how, why would you need to be to, to warn yourself or to be cautious mm-hmm. about, about prayer? 
Um, and I can definitely think of some things, and just in my own experience, in my own, my own life, that I have discerned about myself and had to ask the Lord to give me a, a correct way of thinking, but also in other people. And here would be a few. Sometimes we fall into the, to this idea that, that prayer is a way of manipulating God. Mm-hmm. So if we pray long enough and hard enough and mm-hmm. earnestly enough, then we'll get God to do what, what we want God to do. Mm-hmm. We need to really guard against that. Yeah. Human nature is really tricky and deceitful. Yeah. And I think, too, with that, some people may not say that, but the way we play it out, yeah. In practice. Yeah. We're communicating that. Yeah. Right. Well, you know when you don't get what you asked for. Mm-hmm. Then you know you know mm-hmm. why you're praying. Yeah. Why well, didn't you get what I asked for? What, what were you praying for? To get what you what you wanted or were you really seeking the Lord to, for the Lord to give you what he wanted? Yeah. Okay. So you got to be careful, you know, to, that we can manipulate God with longer, you know, better, more timely prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow that uh, that we have to figure out. Another warning would be this paral- being paralyzed by thinking that we've got to know exactly what we t- are going to pray or God won't give us the right thing. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. The Lord knows our weakness in prayer. He's given us the Spirit. The Spirit intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Right. The Lord knows the mind of the Spirit. Uh, he's praying according to God's will. So we, we offer up our prayers and trust that God, we, we trust that God is working. So that would be another um, warning against it. Yeah, I think thinking that, of course, a warning would be thinking that that you pray all the time and you never go do evangelism. Yeah. Well, I would say you pray while while you do evangelism. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you pray all the time. You never study the Bible. No, I would say you study the Bible while and you pray while you're studying the Bible. Yeah. You know, you, you never you, you know you never do the nitty gritty hard hard ugly service. Not ugly, but the just the the on the ground service of you know, serving a meal or taking mm-hmm. care of a child or taking out the trash, you know, that, that's, well, you pray while you do it. So that would be another thing to, you know, to guard against. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think along, uh, maybe back to the first one, you, you know, treating prayer as sort of a, a, a magic thing. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, what happens if you do have a conversation with someone and you make a decision and you didn't, you didn't spend the quote proper amount of time in prayer? Well, if you're living a life of prayer and you're always seeking the Lord, you don't have to clock the amount of time you pray before you make a decision. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not a magic wand. You yeah. know, it's not a formula. Right. All of these things are warnings, maybe cautions that we don't get into the wrong mindset about prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main thing is just saying God is, God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. God has ordained prayer to be a means by which He works, along with the preaching of the Word and discipleship and those sorts of things. We are absolutely dependent upon Him. And so we should pray out loud in an organized fashion, and we should live in a constant spirit of prayer as we do our work and trust the Lord. Yeah. And that's what, and so we kick yeah. off January just mm-hmm. as a reminder. Yeah. Also, I'll say this too. I do hope that when that that every year when we do this, it is an opportunity to do a bit of education about prayer. Yeah, like a bit of teaching about prayer. Right. So there's a prayer guide. Let's yeah. say this month, uh, we're doing all all the prayers this month are based from the book of Isaiah because that's yeah. what we're preaching. Mm-hmm. And there's a prayer guide. It's all online. So two things I just said. Number one, the prayer guide talks about prayer. So I I hope that someone could read the prayer yeah. guide and and learn something about prayer. Yep. It's online. You can find it. And then praying through Isaiah is a is is teaching a method, and I know you like this because yeah. you talk about this a lot, Justin, and that is learning how to pray the Bible. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And so we've got, we've got uh, I, I think it's 14 or 15 days, mm-hmm. uh, the last half of January we're doing. Mm-hmm. And there, I hope that if someone can read these passages in Isaiah and then pray these prayers, it's a, it's a teaching tool yeah. to say this is how you pray from the Bible. Pray yeah. the Bible. Yeah. And I like that. I mean, even uh, you know, your sermon yesterday, even when you were reading parts of that, uh, the text, right? Yeah. It made me immediately think, about that verse in context of this in my life or that, and you just bring that word in, and you, I just I love it. It's Start just praying it. You don't have you have a plethora of things to pray about through the Bible. Absolutely, and and that's what's so good about praying the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always credit Dr. Donald Whitney who mm-hmm. taught me how to pray the Bible. Yes, he taught me in a seminary class before his book was ever written. What's and, the book? Uh, praying the Bible. I there think is what go. it's called. And it's it's a very small book. So if you like small mm-hmm. books, mm-hmm. it is small. Uh, but it's a great, so yeah. So this devoted to prayer, all in the book of Isaiah, and hopefully yeah. a little bit of things to think about why this is important to pray yeah. and, and some things maybe to be cautioned against. So I would, in, final word here, I would encourage people if they, if they I'm, I'm not up on how the email thing works. I know there are mm-hmm. people here who do that. But you got an email mm-hmm. and um, you're supposed to opt in. Yep. After a couple of emails, they, they go away because we don't want to just, Put stuff yep. in people's inboxes that they don't that they don't intend to use. Right. So you, you have to opt in, and mm-hmm. when you just click that, you'll opt in, and you'll start getting it, and yep. it'll, it'll go through the end of the month. Yep. And uh, so that means another week and a half or so. Yeah, and we even as you, you think about, I would encourage people as they think about as a congregation, you know, whatever group you're a part of at Grace, mm-hmm. whether it's something that's organized through the church or whether you're meeting with people at Starbucks or your home, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to grab those emails and just bring them into your group and. Mm-hmm. Use that to be a time to pray together through that that verse that day. So yeah. uh, I've encouraged my community group leaders to do the same thing. Just take that prayer guide, go in, pray together as a group. Um, and it's just a, a good time to pray around the Word. Excellent. So, well, thank you, Scott. And we'll be back hopefully next week. And hopefully there's no more snow. So, <laughs> I don't right. know. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it is good. All right. See you next week. See you.